0: Welcome back to That's What I Call Jones History. I'm your host, Christina. We are here to take a knowledge journey, learning some new and interesting things. I know I did say we were going to start our Scotland breakdown, but I had a poll and I got into it. So uh, that will come next week we are going to do african mythology since that was voted up as uh, something that uh, people are interested in listening about so i did some research and i found some interesting information sources are listed below from which i will be reading and here we go adora is the supreme god and creator and has two differing sides adora being the sky god it's believed that adora created a set of twins who were the first man and woman on earth uh you're gonna have to forgive me right now i will do my best on these pronunciations (laughs) but gaborah gabor Bora, gabor Boro. there we go and meme those are the two twins the first man and woman meme gave birth to all the animals as well as another pair of male female twins the fascinating thing about these twins was that they had magical powers and from them many pairs of male female twins were born until jockey and dribb bidu were born the hero ancestors it is their sons who is said to be the founders of the present lugbara clans of uganda and the democratic republic of the congo according to legend the bilolo are restless ancestral spirits that harbor resentment towards the living they are dwarf-like beings believed to roam the thickest areas of the rainforest in Zaire. Or Zaire. I think it's there though. The Billoco are a wild and violent lot with a fitting appearance that is as ugly as their intent. They have no hair, long, sharp claws, sharp teeth, and spectacular mouths that can swallow a human being whole. Ah, ah. Anansi, a name I'm familiar with is a mythological figure that mainly appears as a spider but could take on human form and features in many west african cultures he's known as the spirit of all knowledge and tales and is particularly fond of playing tricks on the unsuspecting kind of like loki whether they be humans animals or even the gods thanks to his wide knowledge and cunning ways he's able to trick even the cleverest of victims He was also portrayed, portrayed by Orlando. Oh crap, I forgot his name. It's not definitely not Bloom. (laughs) Um American gods, you know who I'm talking about. Anubis. That was also an American gods. The guardian of the dead is one of the most well known Egyptian gods. He's mainly depicted as a dog-like figure and leads the dead to Ma'at. Where their hearts are weighed and judgment on their destiny is made. That that sounds like a rhyme. Where their hearts are weighed and judgment on their destiny is made. Might drop. Stop it. Get some help. I know I wasn't meant to be a rapper clearly. Depending on the judgment which involved weighing of the heart. He leads them to eternal life or dooms them to Amit, which is another familiar name that everyone heard in uh, Moon Knight if you watched it. The Zambezi River God, better known as the Niami Niami, is said to be the lone author of some of the Karaba or Karabay. Is it Ba one or the other? Area, strangest of occurrences. The serpentine god is the central point of Batonga mythology, and one needs to be prepared for a showdown with Naomi Naomi if he plans to disturb the peace. The Karaba Dam Project, which had its fair share of tragedies, was a paradigm shift in the lives of the Batanga. And they did not like it at all. They were convinced Niami Niami would have none of it, and indeed, several workers died and disappeared in a mysterious flood. The only they only resurfaced after a sacrifice was offered to appease the raging god. Nobody messes with the giant serpentine's people and gets away with it. I'm the man up in this piece. King Kong ain't got shit on me i found this one interesting bumba is an african creator god specifically 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 in the democratic republican Republic of the congo who had an intense need for company he was lonely and unwell until he vomited and created the universe and everything in it oh that's nasty oh they're so nasty first was the sun the moon and the stars and then all the planets not quite done yet he belched again and nine animals and some humans appeared (laughs) these nine animals quickly multiplied to create every living creature we now know today so that's another creation story that sounds just as plausible as the ones that were put forth uh through religion african god of blacksmithing goo gu is the son of mawa lisa a creator god with both a female mawu creator of the moon and male lisa creator of the sun side he was known to be handy at fixing things so was sent down to earth to do exactly that the humans were so impressed that he was immediately upgraded to god status and took on the official title of african blacksmith god Ever heard of the queens who make it rain? And no, we're not talking about college-minded strippers. In the coop, ass. You get- Forget modern pop culture that has people who claim to make it rain figuratively. The love-do-rain queens, Mujaji. <laughs> That's the best thing I'm going to do. Literally make a splash. The Madjadji is said to be the embodiment of the rain goddess. And even her state of mind can change the weather. She can send storms to punish enemies or gentle rain to nurture friends. Every year, the queen exhibits her rain making powers at Ga in South Africa. Because I'm not saying that. While people watch on, all queens commit suicide at 60 to make way for new blood. The cycle of the mud ji is therefore perpetual. If one is looking for enemies, better find those that do not send storms when they are mad. Damn nature, you scary. King, creator god of the sun. According to the sun people, King Created the universe, and many stories about him revolve around resurrection. The San people are extremely spiritual, and through ritual dances and rock art, they break the barrier between the physical and spiritual worlds. The San also believe that every single living being has a spirit, and during and after creation, all live together in complete harmony. It's due to these beliefs that animals have such a major impact on their culture and traditions. Mami Wata is a water deity comprising a combination of traits. She is a mother, carer, lover, healer, provider, mystic, and much more. Mostly appearing as a mermaid, she's also often depicted as a snake charmer. And the two depictions are sometimes combined. Mami mommy wati or wata is known to recruit new followers by abducting them while they swim in the river or during a boat ride she transports them to her realm and eventually releases them the fascinating thing is that her quote victims always return with a new look on life and a spiritual understanding they didn't possess of before and they also forget the fact that they were kidnapped the kamba tribe of kenya believes that elephants originated from man because of their intelligence they believe a poor man was given ointment that would make his wife's canines grow and he would take them out and sell them he amassed great wealth but only until the wife refused to let him take out her teeth she then grew thick and gray skinned and went into the wild where she gave birth to the first herd of elephants interesting i noticed there's a trend here there's a respect for the female goddesses it's just as powerful because you know with a lot of other uh you know how it's regressed in a lot of ways the female was more prominent uh because she was the giver of life because she was the mother because she lived longer than the men tend to Uh, even today in african tribes so when you look at the more western side of religion and, and mythology it focuses I mean even in the movies right we it's Thor it's uh it's uh Loki it's more of the male gods given attention and then the female gods when they do come into play it's always as a villain whereas You see in the African culture and it still maintains that there is a deep respect and reverence for women. Even if some parts of the African continent treats women like shit. Goddess of creation, Nana Baluku. Nana Baluku is the mother of above mentioned Mawa or Mawu, Lisa. And as such the eurobu or yoruba and fawn associate the sun and moon with her she's displayed as an old lady a grandmother and is believed to have stepped back from the creation when her child was born oh my i might need to use that in my uh at the <laughs> check mark that that just gave me an idea for a story writing anaga the divider of the universe and lord of nature. Kerneaga, Mount Kenya, is where Nagai likes to spend most of his time. And the foothills of the snow capped mountain is also where locals assemble in the shade of trees to pray. The origin of the Gikuyu tribe starts with Ngai. Legend has it that a man called Gikuyu was led to the top of the mountain where he met Nagai. The god emphasized the beauty of the land below and promised that he would give the man anything he needed as long as he keeps praying. Gikuyu had nine daughters but longed for sons to carry on his name. The god provided and so the Gikuyu tribe was born. Akan Mythology says the first man to emerge on the surface of the earth was Adu Ogine. All humans used to live deep within the earth until one day, seven men, five women, a leopard, and a dog crawled out of a giant hole burrowed by a massive worm. They were terrified, but Adu calmed them down and organized them to build the world's first shelter. Adu was unfortunately crushed and killed by a tree he was cutting well, 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 takar is a demigod in the sarah i'm guessing that's i've never heard of that in my life sarah religion in senegal gambia and Mauritania, and is worshiped to protect believers against injury bad omens and abuse sacrifices in the form of poultry and cattle are left under the tallest trees as it's believed that takar lives in the highest branches the vengeance of takar is also a preventative method within the tribe as fear deters locals from committing crimes you know who else was in the tree that that leprechaun remember the leprechaun in the hood <laughs> he's like i want to know where to gold is. Where to go? <laughs> it might be a crackhead If you've never seen that clip, it's the best thing ever. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with my people, but it's the best thing ever. <laughs> and lastly, on our list of African mythology, <laughs> where to go? That? In Ethiopia, Blacksmiths have an unfortunate fate as they're all believed to be witches or wizards, which allows them to change into were hyenas, similar to a werewolf but more terrifying. Apparently, Sangomas, witch doctors, can turn someone into a were hyena if the person has tasted human flesh. The were hyenas are grave robbers and will destruct anything that comes in their way. They have a rotten smell, bury their victims alive, only to return later when hungry, and their shrill laugh can be heard from miles away. (laughs) (laughs) That was fucking fascinating. I look forward to doing more research into the subject. We're also gonna find, uh, I think the other thing that was upvoted was weird history, weird historic tales. So uh, we'll just keep it keep it light, keep it fresh, continuing to get feedback. Uh, if you wanna provide any feedback, of course, blackercouch at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease and Blacker Magic